0: Good morning, everybody. It is Friday. Friday, hooray. And Victorian cases down to two. No deaths. Goodness. Might actually get a game of golf sometime in the next year. Let's see what Dan delivers on Sunday. Anyway, a good day for the Padley family. Looking a bit more cheerful today. A bit of a dull day in the market, though. Wall Street was down 20. At one point, it was down 332. And most of the European markets were down 2%. But it sort of rallied into the close. And the main negative is stimulus delays. It looks like they're just not going to let a stimulus bill through until after the election. I imagine the Democrats want to save it up as a post election gift to the populace, and they're not going to let Trump have a win ahead of the election. So, stimulus still very much on the cards. Our market this morning down nine. Resources down. Iron ore was down a little bit. Oil was down a little bit. Banks sort of flat to positive. Tech stocks recovering a little bit after yesterday. Right, today I have a smorgasbord of things for you. First one's our strategy summary. We're fully invested. And that's on the assumption that a democratic sweep, if we get one, will bring on a new stimulus bill, possibly a larger one. It will also hopefully bring a Trump's gone relief rally. It will be a much more pleasant market to be a fund manager in without Trump's daily headline volatility and unpredictability. And if he does disappear, we might just see a new attitude towards trade, a new cooperation between the major trading partners, which are Canada, China and Mexico, with the US. That could bring on US GDP upgrades. And that could bring up global GDP upgrades, could bring Chinese GDP upgrades. And we also expect a new cooperation between the White House and the Federal Reserve if Trump is no longer with us. So a few things to look forward to. Of course, the market's already rallied on the back of this and I've got a chart of the ASX 200 in the strategy piece today and we don't want to make too much of this technical voodoo but you're probably aware over the last four months we have had this ASX 200 chart of the market trading in this sideways trading range and we've been going from top to bottom of that trading range and we are now as of yesterday right at top and in fact above the level we were on June 6th. Sorry, June 9, which marked the top of the trading range. I wouldn't get too carried away with it. The market is sort of limping into the top of the trading range rather than breaking up through the top of it. But anyway, the break is noted, although I think today we'll probably do little more than hover around the top rather than rip through the top. So anyway, top of the trading range. Now, the biggest risk to our fully invested stance or strategy at the moment is, of course, the virus. And you'll see in the strategy piece today, the charts of the case numbers in the US and Europe, US rising, Europe getting out of control. Interestingly, India and Brazil seem to have got on top of things. So now the European Union has the highest number of cases on a 10 day average, which is a bit shocking. France leading the United Kingdom, which is leading England, then Spain, Italy and Germany. And of course, this is what... What could go wrong is any suggestion that a virus isn't going to come on the current assumed timetable of virus by the end of the year and distribution in the first half of next year. So that's the risk, but we're happy to take that risk at the moment. If it goes wrong, if there are delays, we'll have to have a rethink, obviously. In the strategy piece today, I've got a chart of the average US polls, Trump versus Biden. Biden's at 51.7, Trump 42.3. That's the widest gap in recent history. I've also got a chart of the Australian 10-year bond yield falling after the RBA meeting yesterday. Sorry, the RBA speech yesterday. And a chart of the Aussie dollar peaking out on the same themes. I don't think the Aussie dollar is going to fall too far, though, I've got to say. Although (laughs) I think we have to recognize there are thousands of professional currency traders that daily throw themselves on the rocks trying to predict currencies. So let's not pretend we can. Although, of course, plenty of CFD platforms want you to believe that you can from the confines of your kitchen beat the world's currency markets. A load of rubbish. But if our thesis is right that a democratic sweep is going to bring a new economic optimism and that a vaccine will turn up and kill off a lot of this uncertainty over the virus, then the Aussie dollar should be going up, not down. So down a little bit on the back of the RBA, but I'm not sure that's going to start a downtrend. Got a chart of the VIX volatility index as well today and volatility, or they call it the fear index. Volatility is still elevated, still above bull market levels. Maybe we'll need to get this election out of the way before we can comfortably relax while the election and the vaccine. Now, a few little stock things. I have a chart of the energy sector. The energy sector had a good day yesterday, up two and a half percent, with Origin up 4.1 percent, Santos 4 percent, Oil Search up 3.9 percent, Wallies up 2 percent, Woodside 1.5. So I've got some numbers of the major energies or oil stocks mostly, got some numbers of the oil stocks, their performance recently, their underperformance is what it shows, and a chart of the energy sector coming off the bottom. This is a sector that relies on the oil price. It might sound silly to say that, but it is highly correlated with the oil price. And to get the sector right and get the stocks right, you can look as as much detail as you like. It's a bit like BHP and Rio. You can go and find out the return on equity of their Brazilian subsidiary, but it's not going to help you because you need to predict either the iron ore price or in the case of the energy sector, the oil price. And you'll see the sector has underperformed the market and the oil price has held up, but the sector has dropped quite sharply. This is clearly a recovery sector and there is money to be made the moment the oil price starts to confidently improve. Currently, it's $40.80. Before COVID, it was over 70. If the oil price got back there, these stocks will fly. The sector, like the resources sector, is a bit of a trade. It's not really an investment sector because of the volatility and unpredictability of their central driver, the oil price. So you trade this sector. It's obviously somewhere near the bottom. As you know, a couple of months ago, we bought the sector for the longer term recovery, but lost patience with it. At some point, this is going to be a sector that has a recovery. The biggest driver for the oil price is global economic growth. So if we do get a return to global economic growth, this is one sector that has Still got a lot of upside on it. It is a recovery sector, but it's going to flop about until the virus is contained. But it is one that you probably want to stick on the watch list. If you look as well in our tables, the broker average target prices for all these stocks are well above the current share price. The average broker target price implies a 27% rise in Woodside, 17% in Santos, 28% in Origin, 23% in Oil Search, 10% in Walleys. in beach petroleum. So it's a sector ready to go if given some economic optimism. That clearly isn't here quite yet, but yesterday had a good day. I don't think one good day starts an uptrend, but it certainly helped. Anyway, keep the energy sector on your watch list. One day that recovery trade will happen. Otherwise, some interesting stuff from yesterday. Illumina had a quarterly. There is some research out today. Illumina is a, or its biggest driver is a gain, global economic growth and this stock is at a multi-year low and the broker research yesterday there are four bit or rather today after yesterday's quarterly there are four bits of research out today we've got buy outform overweight underperform and target prices macquarie is the gloomy one with the underperform their target price is 2.8 percent below the current share price but morgan stanley target price 42 percent above the current share price credit suisse 38 percent and ubs 38 Above the current share price. So, again, a recovery stock, one that will one day have its day. It's going to take some global economic optimism. But trolling along at the bottom at the moment. Another interesting stock was Zip Money, or not Zip Money, is it? It's Zip Company Z1P down 7.5% yesterday. Have a look at yesterday's strategy piece. We wrote it up and pointed out the huge discrepancy between fundamental target prices and faithful target prices. Basically, Morgans has got a target price 100% above Macquarie. And most of the brokers are a seller except for Morgans. I do wonder, maybe someone can tell me who handled Z1P's latest capital raising and whether Morgans were involved. Anyway, off 7.5% yesterday and up a couple of cents today. Another stock making a few headlines yesterday was Whitehaven Coal. And I've put some broker recommendations in today. Again, interesting. Some of the broker target prices are out of this world. UBS, Target. Target price 90% above the current share price. Credit Suisse, 85% above the current share price. I tell you, if the coal price ever gets going again, there is some money to be made in the sector. I think Morgan's 81% above current share price. Citigroup, 52% above. Of course, coal has been a terrible commodity to invest in over the last couple of years. Price just falling, falling. This recent Chinese news that they are stopping buying Australian coal, that could be a bit of a furfy, which could provide a bit of a trading bounce in the coal stocks. It may not be an anti-Australia thing. BHP was trying to get their head around it in their commentary with their quarterly production numbers recently. It may just turn out that there's a bit of a delay of shipments. They're fully stocked up for the moment, which is normal apparently this time of year. And it all comes back on stream sometime soon anyway. We won't be buying the coal stocks, but you can see the brokers think they should be higher. Another stock behaving yesterday was AP Eager's car dealer up point. 1%. Morgans have got a target price this morning, 15% above the current share price with an ad recommendation. UBS has a buy with a target price 7.6% above the current share price. Morgan Stanley have an overweight recommendation and target price 17% below the current share price. Anyway, what would Broke know? Quite a lot. AP Eager's flying along. And I've also put in Ordinate, which was up 16% on quarterly revenue numbers yesterday. UBS still has a target price 17% above the current share price with a buy recommendation. This morning. Right, moving on. Director selling. I have had a look at recent director selling. The selling in Wise Tech is relentless. And I highlight today that Jeff Wilson, on a PA, personal account basis, has been selling Wax, which is Wham Research, which is a listed investment company managed by Wilson Asset Management. Of course, he's been selling those and buying BAF, B-A-F, which is the Blue Sky Alternatives Access Fund. And that's a listed investment company as well. He seems to be funding his purchase of his PA holding in BAF with sales of Wax. Quite interesting, but I'd never get too excited about trading LICs. They don't move very fast. And a bit of short-term switching isn't going to change the long-term trend. Anyway, charts of those in the newsletter today. Uh, Technical observations today. Consumer staples. You might have a look at Wes Farmers, Woolies, Coles. They all appear to be bottoming. I've got a weekly chart. When you're investing, you want to see a bottom left to top right chart. Consumer staples have got that. And then you want to be buying it when it has a buy signal at the bottom of the trading range, and that's what we've got on consumer staples. So it might be a good time to be buying West Farmers Woolies Coles after the recent correction in the sector. It's not, a, again, a sexy sector. It doesn't move a lot, but solid stocks with a buy signal today. We're also watching Treasury Wine Estates and A2 Milk, which are two China-facing stocks, which might benefit from a Democrat victory, showing very early signs of bottoming charts in today. And then we've got some short-term sells signals, Z1P and Sezzle. Buy now, pay later stocks. And short term buy signals, not many today. The reject shop one. Right, that's about it. Not very exciting today. As I leave you, market down 16. Dow futures up 46. Not much to go on. If I was allowed, I would go for a long lunch. It is Friday after all. You have a good day. I will speak to you tomorrow in the weekend email. (music)